Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to Puma Podcast. Good afternoon. Uh, dito tayo sa Marikina City, sa Barangay Santo Nino. I am walking on Agricultores Street. I'm heading towards Tatay Oli Shoes. Isa sa mga iconic na shoemakers dito sa Marikina. The local shoe industry in the Philippines has been falling behind for quite some time after it struggled to compete with the arrival of imported mass-produced footwear. When the pandemic came two years ago, many shoe business owners had to close shop since footwear wasn't considered an essential business. I'm Franco Luna Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka News. In this episode, kumustahin natin ang mga sapatero natin sa Marikina. On the way here, I passed by... Um I think four or five uh, shoe supply shops passing by one right now. They're selling everything from leather to rubber to soles. No, you can really tell it's a it's a city that loves its shoes. There's an entire road here called Shoe Ave. Also saw a bunch of um, shoe stores along that road. Sigayan, dito na ako sa bahay ni Tatay Oli. Pasok tayo. Ako si Rolando Santos. Kung tawagin ako rito sa Marquina ay si Tatay Oli. Ako po ay nagpundar ng tungkol sa sapatos na buong Marquina ang aking hangarin. Hindi po pansarili ko. Ang aking ginawa po na humarap ako sa presidente para lang po sa takbo ng Margina. Dahil lang alam ko ang Margina ay palubog na. Several years ago, Tatay Oli was referred to as the presidential shoemaker after he formed a close relationship with former President Rodrigo Duterte. Tatay Oli fondly recalls how he helped revitalize the Marikina footwear industry by crafting a pair specifically to give to the president as a gift. Ngayon, nung naglalakad naman siya para bisitahin ang mga sundalo, eh bakit kilaki-laki-laki ng sapatos niya? Kumbaga siya, no, parang yung dulo, ang haba. Sabi ko, hindi siguro maybe ang panto. Kaya maraming nagsabi sa akin na paano ko nahulaan ang panig Duterte. O nga po, paano niyo nahulaan? Yun nga, pinapanood ko lang. <laughs> ano po yung size? Nine. Na, na-observe niyo lang po talaga sa, mm. sa television? Pero ang sinusuot niya, you know, ten, eleven. Then President Duterte went on to order 15 more pairs that he wore throughout his term. That was almost a decade ago. 
and 73-year-old Tatay Oli says business just hasn't been the same since then. It was in 1956 when Marikina emerged as a town of shoemakers after World War II. At its peak in the 70s, Marikina's unique brand of leather shoes was coveted by even the most discriminating customers in fashion cities around the globe. And today, the shoe capital of the Philippines produces a seventh of all the shoes made in the country. But in the pandemic, it began to decline. From a gross value added of 8 billion pesos in 2000, it grew to 16 billion pesos before the pandemic hit. That figure went down to 11 billion in 2021. Sa tingin ko ngayon, parang yung sapatos ng Marikina ngayon, ano eh, parang aandap-andap eh. Kung baga ibig sabihin eh, may, may time na malakas, may time na mahina. Mm-hmm. Hindi ka mukha nung una talaga nung mga ano, talagang pasmoving talaga. Halos lahat ng mga tindahan, mga tindahan ng sapatos, yun. Yan si Jopel Pastor Fide, ang may-ari ng isang shoe supply store along Agricultores Street. Like most of Marikina's food and cycling scenes, Most of these stores are small, family-owned businesses operating out of garages. It's a tight-knit community built around the love for shoes. With the recent closure of the Marikina Shoe Gallery in Riverbanks, the only space that's left for them is Marikina's shoe bazaars. But those are only held every April and December by the local government. For the rest of the year, business is hard to come by for the craftsmen who do this for a living. Part of that is because their usual customers are now flocking to factory-made shoes, which are usually cheaper. Nung talaga, talagang wala na. Kaya nga, nag-iiba na sila ng trabaho eh. Yung imbis na sa pasero, ginagawa nila, nangangalakal na lang, nagbubuti na lang. Hindi naman pwedeng gawin ng, mga, ng sapat kung tunay kang sapatero at ikaw yung manggagawa ng, ng sapatos. Mga ngalakal ka, hindi naman siguro po pwede. Kaya lang talagang wala nang makain. Doon ko naramdaman na ang margina ay lulubugnan talaga. There's just one problem. The local masters of shoemaking are struggling to find business in a post-pandemic world. Parang natalo rin yung ibang mga gawang kasi marami na rin gumagawa ng mga homemade. Yung ibig sabihin yung... MTO, make to order. Yung ganun, mm. parang ganun. Mm. Hindi nakamukha talaga yun. Pag, pag sinabi mong gawaan talaga, maramihang gawa. Mm. Pag sinabi MTO, yung pa, pang sarili lang, pang ano lang, pang sariling gamit lang. Sa ngayon, wala, wala kami ano sa, ano, sa social media. Talagang dito lang talaga. Dito lang po talaga. Uh, Kumusta naman po ang negosyo na dito? Sa ngayon, mahina. Mahina, mahina po. For the most part, old traditions did not change. And for them, that was both a blessing and a curse. Panay makina eh. Uti mo kater dati. Yung kater, yung manunukat. Manu-manu eh. Eh naging makina na lahat. Pati yung pagmumolde, makina na rin. Pati yung pagsusweras, makina na rin. Eh dati na ang ginagawa lang namin ng pangamayan. Eh ngayon ba ang nagbabalik sa amin yung gawang... Pero... Danas na namin na matibay ang gawang gawang kamay kaysa sa mga gawang na danas na namin. During the community quarantines, Marikina shoemaking was kept afloat by a slew of regular faithful customers whose shoes were made to order. 
Some of them even made the trips to visit Tatay Oli at his home even mid-pandemic. The problem was they were also mostly within his age group. Materials were never a problem since they were supplied by other local businesses. Siyempre, kasi kami gumawa, iibayin mo na kwenta mo. Wala namang problema kung tumaas ang materyalis eh. Ang problema, yung wala na kaming magawa. Yun ang itinigil, pinasukan kami ng mga makina. Ng mga imported na hindi naman tumatagal. But that soon became a handful of close customers. Most of his other clientele preferred factory-made shoes at that point. And because the demand shifted, workers had to adjust. It didn't help that this all happened during the pandemic. Before 2019, they used to rake in 100,000 pesos on bazaars alone. Today, 7,000 pesos is what a good day looks like. Itong bumaba na lang nang mawalan na ng trabaho. Isipin mo, meron din kaming dalawang taon nagtiis na wala kaming income. Mahigita kami, pero hindi sa part. Dahil tinasok ko kami ang mga makina. Ang gusto nila, ang mga manggagawa, mga naglalapat, hindi na gawang kamay. Gawang makina na lang. And because of that, he watched as the industry's own workers left in droves. Naramdaman ko na talagang ang sapatos ay talagang titigil. Dahil walang nagpo-formote eh. Kahit yung manggagawa ko eh, ang, ang sinasabi, walang nagpo-formote ng tungkol sa sapato. Kaya kami, sila, hindi nagbabago ang takbo ng... Uminsan, misang linggong wala, misang linggong meron, e eh, po pwede ba yun? E eh, ikaw ay kumakain araw-araw. It's a classic story of starving artists moving on to greener pastures. As Marikina's shoemakers gave way to machines, the distinctly Filipino brand of leatherworking was lost little by little, and with it, a part of our culture. Ang handmade kasi nakikita mo ang talagang natural na gamit ng siyang sapato. Pero pagka sa makina, umubra na lang yun. Kung... Alimbawa, eh, hindi mo alam na may ng klase. Gagamitin mo pag umuubra naman sa makina. Eh sa, ano, sa gawang kamay, hindi naman umuubra yun sa gawang kamay dahil nang binabatak ng pambatak ng bakal. Alam namin na yan ni, ano, na marupok, matibay. We're pausing for a quick break now. When you return, we'll tell you about how shoemakers in Marikina moved forward in the pandemic and the age of social media. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We realized po na since e-commerce right now is actually a booming business already, uh, naisip namin na mag-transition na rin to e-commerce. And then before po kasi ang kinikater po namin, mga clients na malalapit lang, na gusto mag-walk-in. That's Melvin Pashona. He's a registered nurse by profession, but he's the founder and CEO of Alta Philippines, an online footwear store. He says he got the love of shoes from his grandparents, who were also Marikenya shoemakers. I said to myself, try ko lang naman since andyan naman yung opportunity and I also love shoes so tinry ko lang. So during that time, siguro mga iilan-ilan pa lang po yung brands na in the market. However, ngayon, four years after, we are already saturated. So I think the competition is really tough. Melvin says much younger and more digital-savvy shoemakers have a completely different experience of the industry. He disagrees with that popular notion. The industry isn't dying at all. He says the demand is actually still there. You just don't see it in person these days. Because of e-commerce, don't realize that the demand of leather shoes is so big. And because uh, they say that The industry in Marikina is already declining, but in fact, hindi po. Melvin's store started in 2019 as a one-man operation working with just a handful of shoemakers. Back then, he took charge of answering questions, packing, you name it. It wasn't until the pandemic hit that they decided to take the plunge. Diba po, we all know that um, international uh, manufacturers already uh, penetrated the country So that's when nagkaroon ng challenge yung mga local shoemakers natin na makipag-compete with international shoemakers. So uh, because of that po, um, nagkaroon ng konting decline sa, let's say, mga suppliers, eh, nagkaroon ng competitions. So noong 2020, may mga losses na kami, yung mga stocks po namin hindi na gumagalaw. So noong time po kasi na yun, wala pa pong pandemic, lahat ng tao nawala ng trabaho. In late 2020, the Marikina City government said around an eighth of all shoemakers in the city had to stop operations. Just 20% were able to keep going, and those were the ones who were able to migrate online. But Melvin said he quickly learned that it's possible to thrive without a physical space. To tell you honestly, we are not participating with um, bazaars, yung mga ganyan, mga forum. Kasi I always believe in the power of social media. So us millennials, tayo sir, we are very familiar with the fast-changing technology right now, just like social media. So ako po, my bread and butter is really e-commerce. 
there's another problem for the industry. The old guard is dying out, and they're struggling to navigate the digital age. Tatay Oli is one of the few left who can do the entire process with his bare hands. From the heel to the toe box and everything in between. He even designs his own prints and patterns, something other shoemakers leave to designers. Pero sa aking kaalagayan, dahil sa aking ano, eh, medyo nakita nila, medyo maidad na ako. Pero nandito pa rin ako, sapatos pa rin. Kaya nga, ang biling ko sa kanila, huwag nilang iiwan ang sapatos. At ito, ang tatak ng margina, sapatos. Ngayon, kung kayo'y magbabago ng isipan na yung mga mga bata ay gagawin ninyong hindi sa patero at mag-aaral, eh paano naman tayo? Tayong marunong sa sapatos. Hindi na, mawawala na ng ano yan, ng saisay, ang gawa ng sapatos sa margina. But breaking into the digital space is a challenge for Tatay Oli, who has never owned a smartphone. There's also stiff competition online where it's all a game of strategy and marketing. Two things most other shoemakers don't have the luxury of learning. Kasi ang presyo nila mas mababa dun sa aming ano, ginagawa. Kaya kami dumaw na. Dahil ang binibili nila, mga gawang ma- ano na, makina. Eh, hindi naman kami ang pwede pumasok doon dahil ng mga dimakina na. May, kailangan ni aral na. Eh, mga manggagawa kasi dito sa Margina, check na nalalaman niya na wala talagang mga tinapos na pag-aaral. Hmm. Ang tinapos lang namin talaga sa pato. Ganyan lang kami. But Melvin says a time is soon coming that the entire industry will have to go online to survive. It's going to be challenging, but it's necessary. I think they really have to transition into e-commerce or what we say as online business because ito na po kasi talaga yung sinasabi ko nga po lagi, it's not the icing on the cake, it's the cake itself. Pagalingan na lang po siguro sa marketing and also, because I always believe marketing is the key in any business. So for you to stand out in a completely saturated market, I think, you have to really be aggressive in terms of your marketing. Even now, Tatay Oli's wife and kids are the ones handling his social media pages where they're only just getting by. He admits he never learned to use a cell phone because he's stuck with his first love all his life, making shoes. And he says he's just happy to still be doing what he loves. Melvin admits there's also still tough competition with factory-made shoes. Competition between local and international shoemakers. So because of that, nagkaroon ng konting challenge. But because meron pa po tayong mga dedicated na mga veteran shoemakers right now in Marikina who are uh, making shoes for decades already and talagang yung workmanship po talaga nila ay kaya pang lumaban sa mga international shoemakers or international manufacturers, talagang makikita mong world-class quality pa rin po talaga ang gawa namin. But he says there's no beating the quality of Filipino-made shoes. It's all just a matter of branding. Luxury items po talaga are handcrafted. 
let's say yung mga luxury bags they are also handcrafted because when when you say po handcrafted or handmade ang isang bagay mas tumataas po ang workmanship niyan and mas dapat tumaas ang value niyan kasi that's a product of love hard work and passion hindi po ma- makina ang bumuuan kundi dedikasyon ng isang veteranong shoemaker local shoemaker As for Tatay Oli, he says he's passed that love on to his children. But he hopes more young people take an interest in the craft too before the Filipino craft eventually dies out. Ngayon, maraming mihiling sa akin yan na yung kasing tanda ko. Kaso, siguro, siguro makikita mo naman na ako na lang siguro ang gumagawa ng tapatok na... Kung matututuroan ko lahat ng manggagawa dito, eh, kung pwede nilang, eh, pag malaki, kung sakaling matutok. Kung ng mga sapatero. Oo, oh, yun ang aking gusto. Ma- mabuhay talaga ang sapato. Dahil yan lang ang pag-asa namin. Dahil kinanununuan ko pa sapatot na. Melvin says it's a matter of both generations working together to preserve the art. We also have shoemakers that are Um, as young as 20, 30s that are already uh, performing very well in terms of shoemaking. So I think yung craftsmanship is something can be learned, sir. Ituturo mo lang siya sa mga younger generation. To tell you honestly, sir, madami pong nag-close talaga ng pandemic ng mga uh, manufacturing, shoe manufacturers in Marikina. But right now, unti-unti na po silang bumabalik, including us. So right now, unti-unti na po ulit nag-expand yung business. And I think five years or three years from now, I think we can go back to normal. If we will just push for locally made products, if we will always love, hashtag love local, I think there will still be a big future for us shoemakers in, the, in Marikina, in the Philippines, sir. The old masters found it hard to adjust, but Tatay Oli says one thing's for sure. The old ways still trump the new wave when it comes to Marikina's leather shoes. Here she is again with the final word. Lahat ng aking manggagawa dito sa Marikina, yun lang ang pakiusap ko. Mahalin nila ang sapatero. Basta sila gumawa ng gumawa ng sapato. Huwag silang tumigil. Yun ang nanatili nga sa isip ko eh. Bakit mo pa nanatiliin yung makina? Eh, ito ang kamay ko. Kaya, kaya nga ang pangako ko sa kanila, hindi mananalo yung makinang yan sa aking kamay. Sapagkat yung gawang kamay, nakikita ko ang diferensya kung saan mahina. Ay samantalang yung makina, kung bibilutin lang yan, hindi naman nila alam kung may yan matibay o hindi. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka News. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Pidoy Blanco. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka News and Puma Podcast on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.